0: Hey guys, welcome to the Learn Feng Shui podcast, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. So if you're interested in learning Feng Shui, Chinese astrology, all things Chinese metaphysics, as well as the superstitions and myths that connect it all, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, let's take a look at the monthly energy for August. Hey guys, so it really occurs to me that I often forget to make introductions. So I'm Candace Berlinga, I'm a certified feng shui practitioner, red ribbon professional with the International Feng Shui Guild, and your host for this podcast. Um, I often call myself a reluctant feng shui master. Um, I don't know that I consider myself master, but apparently I've done master classes, <laughs> so I call myself the reluctant feng shui master. I feel like masters study for you know. 20, 30 years, and um, I had to have white hair in order to qualify, right? (laughs) So uh, that's me. Let's jump into the August energy, of course. We know that that first cycle of Jechi, the first solar cycle of the month, which is a 15-day cycle of energy, does start on August 7th and goes through the 23rd. It's the Jech cycle, and it's called the coming of autumn. And this does coincide with the pagan wheel of the year and the observance of Lamas or Lunasa representing the first harvest. So you may notice that, you know, it's called coming of autumn, although it's about six weeks off from the autumn equinox. So this is really more of a foreshadowing of autumn. It does represent, you know, the first harvest starting. And so usually, you know, the first grains of certain grains will be harvested around this time of year. Remember all these were um, really thought up and dreamt up and named because of the farmers observing the cycles, you know, within the month and they're kind of mark micro seasons. Um, Also, um, it really does mark the beginning of the metal season. So each season has a specific element to it. So for, um, for autumn, that's going to be the metal Energy And so the monkey and the rooster are both metal energy. The metal is a yang energy and the rooster is a yin energy. And then um, for October, it's the end of the season. The end of each season, it is marked by a earth energy um, zodiac sign. And so that is the dog, but it holds still holds the essence of of metal in it. Okay, so it's like the end of the metal season. But still, the three months that coincide with each season are, you know, thought to be the start of that season. So on the second cycle, the second 15 day cycle of the month, the Qi cycle that begins on August 23rd and it goes through September 7th and it is called heat ends and it signals the end of the extreme heat for the summer. Thank God. Alright, so looking at the month of August, so we are seeing the month dominated by metal. And not only is it dominated by metal just for this season, is literally the Young Metal Monkey Month. And so it's a very a big metal energy. And next month is going to be the yin metal energy. And so these next few months, um, and even for through the winter, we're going to get some pure water energy. And so this year has really shown us how our personal energy interacts with the pure element. And so if you've had a rough month, um, during the year at any of this, you know, up to this point, You may want to look at what energy was kind of governing that. So for the spring, it was that wood energy. And so those were going to be the months of like February, March, Um, not so much April, um, but May, we're going to have, you know, see a lot of the fire energy for um, June, we're going to see. The, the fire energy. And then July this past month, it was um, earth energy that was very dominant. And so uh, for this next couple months, we're really going to be seeing how the metal um, interacts with our personal energy. And so just kind of think back on that. And if you think you've had a rough, you know, point of the year, that may mark what kind of energy is a little bit rough for you. Uh, likewise, if you've had a really good time during the year, you're going to want to take a look at when that energy reoccurs. And we can kind of look at it like, you know, okay, so maybe the spring Spring was really good for you and you had a really great like beginning and start to the year so you're going to want to look for wood energy if that makes sense so um you know uh, for the summer it's going to be fire energy and then again for august it's that metal energy so it really is just going to show us how uh, how it strengthens us maybe it weakens us and uh, everything in between so we can really see and get a feel of what a pure element can do to our personal energy all right, and our functional focus for the month really is going to be to take action. Um, so, um, the the metal energy really is a very active, altruistic, you know, social justice warrior type energy, right? It's about taking action and standing up for people, all right? It's that kind of energy. So, it's really a good month to do that. So, the dominating yang. Metal energy represents that action, making it a good month also just to get things done. So action does promote more of the same. And literally I'm reading from my blog post. So if you wanna go check that out, please do that. So it's a time you can actually build momentum. So if you think of the symbology of a metal monkey, it's like a swinging sword that once it's set in the motion, it only stops when it hits something and the impact will carry, you know, at the those waves like vibrate out, right? If you hit, Uh, metal, you're going to feel the clang, 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 right? So it's like that. Uh, Once it connects with what you want to do, once you feel that momentum going, it just keeps, it's like send ripples effects out into the universe for you. So it's really a good month for you to build momentum and do those things you've been putting off and it will help to propel you forward. Now diving into zodiac signs. So um, again, just the caution that I always tell people when you see your zodiac sign appear for the month or during a year, you'll know that it really is a time. And some people, they consider it good luck. It's not necessarily good luck, but it really does mean that opportunity will be there and all eyes will be on you. So it's a lot of, it's a thing about like getting attention. And if you're doing the wrong thing, you're gonna be getting the wrong kind of attention. So if you're doing the right thing, I don't see a reason to worry about it, okay? Um, So uh, one of the things that I'm kind of encouraging people to do, um, especially when you see that Grand Duke energy, is really take advantage of the yearly astrology that is impacting you. So at the beginning of the year, I do... I do do a, a like a sort of astrology uh, report for each zodiac sign so you have what is called a symbolic star with the, your zodiac signs uh, remember you have four different zodiac signs one for the year month day and even hour that you're born and again I refer to the blog post that i link below and it kind of explains what each of those you know which category it falls into represents okay so so you have a different variety of energy and you don't just have one zodiac sign that rules. You have a bunch of different things. You have a bunch of different energies that you can actually tap into and just focus on. Um, If you, you know, at any point in the year, you feel like you're having a hard time, you know, maybe you're having a hard relationship, focus on your career instead. If you're having a tough time in your career, maybe focus on your relationship. Maybe focus on learning something new. Maybe just focus on yourself, right? So there's things you can focus on that, uh, you know, take your mind off of what's going on. So, looking at that astrology, um, some of the stars that are supporting you, uh, the eight seats, it supports academic pursuits and higher learning. So, again, good time to learn. The sky relief and relief God does turn negatives into positives. So, even though you think may things may be happening for you that seem tough, you know, that means that you can focus and, and realize that those things will actually turn around and turn those negative into positive happenings. So, again, it might be a thing where you feel some things bad is happening but it's really happening for a greater good and a better outcome okay So greater consumer, um, that's the one that I I do worry about, especially during this month. So greater consumer does represent spending a large amount of money. And sometimes that could be on repairs, appliances, and stuff like that. So it might be a month where you're going to have to make a large repair. So that's my, probably my only caution, um, do plan on a large purchase. So if you've already been planning to like buy a new car or you're planning to buy a new appliance or get a repair done in your home, that's you know, fairly expensive, Plan to do it this month because it will put the money to good use and it's like it cancels out that energy, if that makes sense, okay? Um, The Sky Horse traveling and lots of change. So this month in and of itself is what's called a travel horse or a Sky Horse month. It could mean lots of travel, especially if you have a clashing energy, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, again, just travel and, and things changing, that's what it could represent. So maybe you plan a trip this month. Maybe it's a good month for you to do that. Although... Differing energy may say we might not want to travel this month, which we'll also talk about later, but yeah, if you have travel plans, go ahead and keep those, okay? So if you are born under the zodiac signs of rat and dragon or rat or dragon, you know, if you have either one of those in there, they do combine with the monkey for a month to make what is called a water frame. So it completely changes this energy. Um, and it actually, I think, dominates that metal energy. And so uh, remember, a combination will will form different things. Okay, so water typically represents movement, momentum, kind of like the metal energy. But the difference is that water can actually feel unstable are restless. So again, it's a good month to travel. If you've already feeling like you've been needing that, uh, it's, it's more of like a restless spirit or to the need to feel like you have to move around a lot. You know, maybe you take a drive after work or just get out of the house for a few minutes, you know, maybe you need to run an errand or something, right. Uh, which, you know, in, uh, for me personally, and I've heard people say in girl code, that actually means, you know, it's going to target and smelling candles and, you know, walking around with, with a coffee or something, right. <laughs> so maybe it's just getting out the house and doing something like that. Um, so yeah, um, working with these energies, um, you know, just, just kind of helps just to plan movement. Maybe you take up a little bit of exercise, stretching, uh, or yoga or something like that. So it's just to keep the body moving. So your mind doesn't start to wander. A lot of times when we sit idle, our minds will start to wander and water can, uh, that water energy really does a lot of, uh, not really damage, but it really does a lot to help you just overthink things. So if you keep your body in motion, your thoughts will kind of tend to be um, a little bit more under control. And not only that, when you're, you know, especially if you're doing exercise or yoga, even a meditation, you're keeping your mind off of, you know, whatever you've been overthinking. Okay, so avoid the overthinking and move around a little bit. So the monkey does form a harmony with the snake. So if you're born under zodiac sign of snake, it does combine with the monkey and it makes also the element of water. So much to be said, um, if you're born under this energy um, of, of the snake or the rat and dragon, so it's gonna be a lot of water energy coming in. And so, One of the cautions that I do warn against with the snake monkey combination is it does form what is called a quote unquote ungrateful punishment. And usually, what happens with this is that it may be a time where uh, it, it impacts friendships. And so it's almost a thing where you feel like you've given or you've made friends with somebody. You know, you feel like you want to help them out, but. They're, they're not going to be grateful to you, you know. And so it's really a thing about helping out people who really need it, you know, helping out people who are going to be grateful for what you've given them, you know, things like that. But also remember that when we give, we shouldn't give out of the, you know, we shouldn't give because we think we're going to get something back. Okay. We should be giving out of the kindness of our hearts and giving and even though we'll never reap that reward or, you know, even if somebody is ungrateful, it doesn't matter. Like we've given because we know that that's just our heart okay so don't give if you have an ulterior motive you know don't do something for somebody if you expect gratefulness in return if that makes sense okay so you don't have to always have that reciprocated for you to give you know out of the kindness of your heart but also do be mindful that you're just not taking advantage of during this time all right. So the seasonal combination. So remember earlier at the beginning, I talked about the seasons that make up a specific, um, you know, season, right? The the zodiac signs that make up a specific season. And so um, these zodiac signs that make up autumn and the metal energy are, are all the three animal signs that I mentioned at the beginning, which is going to be the monkey, the rooster, and the dog. So if you have a rooster and a dog, that means you make a seasonal combination with when you see the monkey, okay? So this makes up the element of pure metal. And again, this is probably the most dominant in the chart. So... Um, it will take over and take precedence over different combinations so it kind of just depends on what metal energy and how you know is to you and how that interacts with your um, your personal energy okay um, if you need clarity on that you can always message me we can set up a few minutes to chat and I can explain it to you you know I understand that some of these concepts can be a little difficult if you're very new to um, especially Chinese astrology Chinese metaphysics and Botso okay So I, I get it right. So, um, but what this, what this means is that, that, that metal energy, it does dominate all the other energies, especially if you have the rooster and dog, that's me. I got a rooster and a dog. And so, uh, you know, I'm seeing this pure element of metal. And so, um, most of the time most of the time it just represents a lot of opportunities are coming up a lot of opportunities are presenting themselves and so look at what's around you look at what you know what you've been working towards and usually it's a time where you'll kind of see a breakthrough okay so just expect progress and if metal is your wealth element you can expect to you know have extra income or you know monetary gain during this time but again remember it's not magic so Anytime that I talk about money coming in or your wealth element being shown, um, most of the time that means work. Okay, it means working. So whatever you work towards doing, it's going to probably be... um, not really doubled, but it's going to be more, more of that. And so um, it's not necessarily mean money. What it means is maybe you could be working overtime hours. Maybe you can get a bonus. If you um, have put in some, some work to do the bonus, you maybe you submitted everything, or maybe you've submitted invoices and that's the time you get paid. Okay. So it kind of works that way. It's not that magic money comes in or you're going to win the lottery. It's just that you could see some extra income coming in during that time due to the work that you yourself have put out. So so I will warn you against this. If you're like a retired person, and you do a lot of housework around the house, uh, and you see that that wealth energy, sometimes it means that you're going to be doing more work, you know, more housework or more gardening, more, you know, more physical labor. And so it just kind of just kind of that type of energy. So remember, it's something you've worked towards, and then you'll reap the benefits of. All right, so I think one of the things that most people want to know about when they see what is called a clashing Energy, right? They want to know what that means for them. And so, remember, the clashing energy is the zodiac sign that directly opposes the governing energy for a time. Um, usually it's called like the Tai Soi and the Soi Po. You may have heard it referred to uh, in those terms if you've uh, looked into classical feng shui. Okay, usually it's a feng shui term, but it really just refers to the zodiac sign that is governing at that time. And so, for this month, of course, that is the the monkey. And so, the sign that sits directly across from it and is the red direct opposite sits so in opposition um, and is a wood energy is the tiger. And so that's what is called a clash sign or clash animal. And so uh, one of the things that I kind of remind people about is you know, even if you have a clash during a specific period of time, um, com- combinations will take a clash away. And like I talked about earlier, certain zodiac signs do combine. Usually they're referred to as like secret friends or harmony animals, you know, something like that. You may have heard it referred to as. And so the tiger um, actually combines with the rabbit for the year. Okay. So earlier, uh, just a minute ago, when I mentioned the seasonal combination, it's all three zodiac signs that make up a season. And so remember that the, the, the year of the rabbit. Okay, so we can't discount the yearly energy either. So it's the year of the rabbit. Um, And so again, that's the season of spring. And the tiger actually starts out the season of spring. It's the wood energy. And so it actually combines to make a partial combination. So I don't really think you're going to have a big worry about this during this time. You already have like a, a partial combination. And during different days when the, the daily energies come in, the daily zodiac signs come in, you're you're going to have that clash taken away. So, I mean, at the most, maybe you'll have a real cr- clash, you know, a couple times during the month. Um, not even a big deal, okay? Not a big deal. And so, again, I really don't believe that's going to clash in any way, honestly, because of that seasonal clash, which does take precedence. It's kind of like, kind of like an order of operations. In, in math, like the DOS, right? <laughs> and so um, seasonal combination is like first in those order of operations, right? It takes the precedence over everything. And so everything else can kind of be discounted. Okay. Um, one thing I'll tell you again, um, if you are born into the zodiac of the tiger, travel would be a good thing to, d- to do this month. Or maybe if you're moving, be a good time to do that um it does represent to to you it'll probably be your your sky horse or your travel animal so yeah good time for things to start moving for you let's take a look at flying stars for august Uh, let's look at the best sectors worst sectors and cures all right so looking at flying stars for the month um if you are not familiar with flying stars flying stars is really just Um, a sort of energy that visits each, you know, kind of palace or like sector of your home. So, you know, a certain energy will be present in the north or the east or the west, right? So um, I kind of look at these energies and there's different ways to look at flying stars. But just for simplicity, I usually look at the yearly flying stars. It's just like a yearly energy that affects each kind of area of your home for a year. And then I look at the monthly energy, And how that monthly energy is combining with that yearly energy, if that makes sense. So it's sort of like saying, you know, hey, if you use this area of your home, you're going to have good results. Sometimes we can do activations, but this month we're not going to be able to do activations because the best flying stars are going to be in the south and there's other energy accompanying that and the southwest. And so uh, we'll talk about that in just a minute. But the monthly star number six does join the yearly star eight in the south so this does create what is uh, the eight six combo, and it's usually considered really good, especially if you are a boss. So if you're if you have people that are underneath you, or you manage different people and all that, um, the south is a really good combination for that, the eight six combination. And so usually that denotes uh, money and authority, so it's generally considered a good combination. So we can't activate it with you know any anything other than movement so you can definitely use the area you can make calls and work from the area and use that sector okay so the south sector does have other energies present so we're going to want to avoid activation and when i talk about activation it's moving uh, the the chi around usually with like a fan uh, something that really keeps it movement going in the area for a long period of time so perfectly fine to use in for the action but uh, you're not going to want to like place the fan a candle or put water out in that sector okay so Um, Yeah, so making calls and working from the sector is perfectly fine, and it could benefit you this month, especially if you have a downline. The next sector that's probably my favorite pick for the month is the Southwest. So the Southwest does see a little bit of a challenging energy, and we do want to remember that the energy that is governing that month, that monkey energy, it is present in the Southwest. So we do have to be a little cautious using this energy, but generally it has a good combination of flying stars. Um, so it has the monthly eight wealth star and the number one, what's usually called the authority star. And so, um, the wall seeing the authority star does mean that you can get things moving in the direction you want things to go. And so, um, generally it kind of does kind of signal to the caution of overworking because that one star really helps you build that momentum and, and, and all that. And so does the eight star. So the eight star, is a well start and remember earlier when I talked about the zodiac signs I talked about the fact that there's not like a a magic that helps you just like win the lottery right so it's really going to be that you're enhancing your work energy by using these different sectors and so for that purpose again you can like make calls and emails and and all that type of stuff in the southwest but do be careful again you're not activating with different uh, stuff like fans and all that and you also wanna be careful that you're sitting with your back to the, the southwest, which is that energy that is governing the monkey for the month of August. And now my pick for probably the worst sector for the month. Um, you know, we can look at some of these bad flying stars and um, you know, we can be worried about it. <laughs> But the one, uh, the one thing we have to kind of remember is that only certain combinations really can cause issues and it really has to depend on what you're using that area for. So for example, this month for August, the Northeast is my pick for the most challenging sector, probably not worst, but most challenging. And so Uh, One thing you want to consider is if you have your bedroom there, you know, if it's your kitchen, then you're going to want to take note because um, or even if your front door is there. Okay, so these have the potential to create the most impact um, just because they're getting used the most, if that makes sense. And if it's your kitchen, you don't cook, then you know what? You don't have to worry about it. (laughs) But the five star, the five star is called the five disaster star. It is visiting for the month, but it combines with that yearly seven. And that can mean a little bit of a challenging energy. And so generally, and probably if your kitchen's here, you really do gotta worry. Um, but make sure you're cooking your food right. That's the only thing I'll say. Um, generally, this combination will just cause stomach issues like diarrhea, vomiting, you know, like a food poisoning type issue. And so if your room's here, uh, again, be cautious of that. If your front door's here, be cautious of that. Um, but one thing that I'll tell you is just, again, make sure your food's getting cooked right number one number two if you eat out a lot make sure you're going to reputable places and make sure you just check your food to make sure that it's it's safe okay or or health you know make sure it looks good right so that's that's really my only caution um you can put a, a little what's it called a feng shui cure right there and this consists of metal to cut the earth energy so when we look at these flying stars we look at, um, they're really associated with different elements. Remember everything within feng shui and Chinese metaphysics goes back to that element cycle. So just kind of taking it back to the basics, um, with the seven star there, it it does already mean that there's some metal in the area. Okay. For seven star is a metal star and the five star is an earth star. And so the, that metal can help to degenerate and kind of weaken that five star, but you know, generally, it, it it can cause a little bit of issues, and so what you can do is you can put you know the six coins tied by a string. You can stick that in the area, no big deal. Um, you can use the date selection um, that is linked in my blog, and I would suggest using one of those dates because it's like it's a good energy day. And it's almost like it recognizes that that energy has been placed there, if that makes sense. So. You want to use a good date and you want to place out metal in the area and alternatively, you can just stick some dumbbells there or put metal weight plates and just leave them in the area until around the 6th of September. Okay, so you just leave it up for the month, you know, especially if it's the three areas that I mentioned earlier, the kitchen, the bedroom or the front door. So not really a big deal, but... You know, I don't generally put out feng shui cures, but in some cases I like to place out metal for the five star. And this is one of the cases we can do that. So no renovation sectors for the month. Um, You know, one way to kind of explain this is kind of referring to these energies is looking at time and space, okay? So with timing, these energies kind of come in. So back in the day, feng shui practitioners didn't used to Read a compass and you know, look at calendars and all that stuff. They didn't have that, they used the stars and the planetary alignments to see how this energy was going to affect us. And when we look at like things like flying stars and we look at things like the earth of uh, Shaws or these yearly Shaws, which I'm going to fix and talk about, um, these energies really are referring to pl- different planetary alignments, okay. And then just different energies that are kind of ruling at the time. And so these yearly shaws um, are activated by renovation, movement, and and not, sorry, not movement, renovation and digging in the area. And the flying stars are more activated by just using the area and movement. So it's more of like a heavenly energy. So these energies here, earth energies, which do impact um, specifically where the zodiac sign governs the area of your home and so I know this concept can be a little bit difficult if you need help I do offer free energy mapping and I have people reach out to me all the time I'll help pinpoint some of these areas if especially if you're going to start renovation so don't hesitate to reach out to me Um, and the best way to do that really is just sending me an email and being like hey what's up you know I I check those um, daily although I do I get a little bit behind on those sometimes just because of, you know, sometimes the the demand and um, trying to clarify and stuff. So if you need any help, just don't hesitate to reach out to me, okay? So but with that being said, looking at the areas we don't want to renovate for the year, um, they do include that South and Southwest. So um, those areas are afflicted by what is called the Five Tiger Shaw. So we're not going to activate that with digging, renovation, or really doing like feng shui activations in those sectors. Although again, just using a sector should be quite fine. And so the the other three sectors are really those West sectors that kind of impact us. So the West, the Southwest and the Northwest are all sectors that are associated with the energy called the San or the three killings. And they are known to... And cause things like illness loss of money or losing things and so generally it's just kind of I think it's generally gener- generally referred to as like the three robbers right um, some sort of a bodily injury like you might injure yourself some sort of sickness or illness and then just kind of like maybe you end up losing money okay and so that's why we want to avoid renovations in these sectors so on top of that the west is the year breaker for the the year. And so that's the energy that directly opposes the the rabbit zodiac sign that's governing the year. And that is the sector where the rooster resides in the West. So for the month, the Northeast does contain the month breaker and that's the energy that opposes the month. So again, just avoid renovations and digging. And then of course, the Southwest does include that area where the monkey energy governs and that's called the Thai Soy for the year. And again, this is an area we want to avoid renovations and digging. So using the areas are fine for these earth energies. It, it really is uh, gonna be those renovations and digging that can impact. And again, if you are gonna start renovations in an area, um, you can use date and time selection usually, and this will kind of negate some of that energy that's afflicting it. Like you can pick a good date to start and this does you know require a little bit of calculation uh, on my part but don't hesitate to reach out to me and we can take a look at that so all of this information is also available for reference on the blog post i'm really just reading off of it it's kind of what i do each month i'll write my blog post up and it usually accompanies The And it launches like that same day. It'll be available the same day that this energy update is available. Usually they kind of go hand in hand. And you can just read back through there and you can reference, you know, in case you need to look back on what I said, right? And so um, that's available on the link below. Um, Don't hesitate to message me if you need help finding any of the sectors that we talked about inside your home. And if you haven't signed up for emails, um, you can do that too. Like just go to my website and sign up for emails because I, I'll, you know, usually just send out one once a month. It, usually features the blog posts and then it just has like show topics for the month. I really don't try to spam you or do anything crazy like that, right? I know y'all just want the content. <laughs> so I just kind of show you what's coming up for the month. Although I think I missed for July because I just was burnt out. <laughs> so that'll be back up for August. So sometimes I don't even send an email. <laughs> anyway, um, but the blog post does feature all the information I talked about. But it also features more information. And so there is a component that talks about what's called the heavenly stems, if you're familiar with that, knowledgeable about that. And then there is a section at the bottom that talks about date selection with best dates. And it has a lot of information on how to use those dates. So just go ahead and go check that out. Let's go to a quick word from our sponsor. And we'll come back talking about those Chi cycles or those little micro seasons within the month. Mm -hmm. From thebeijinger.com 101 solar terms so of course today we're going to be talking about the two that govern the month which are beginning of autumn and heat ends so again just a reminder the traditional Chinese lunar calendar divides up the 24 Jiechi solar terms based on seasonal changes and natural phenomena they play an important role in guiding agricultural activities even to this day but even the city dwellers can enjoy them. And each solar term has its own associated customs, traditions, and even recipes. And again, this is from the thebeijinger.com. So here we're starting out talking about, quote unquote, the beginning of autumn, the first jet or solar cycle that governs the month. And so when we're looking at the solar cycle, this can actually be broken down into three five-day periods. And it's very interesting because if you really observe nature, um, again, I'm a gardener, I love gardening, and so I'm outside all the time. And you really can start to see the changing of the season starting in August, uh, things start happening. And according to this uh, Jeshi cycle, again, it's broken down into like three five-day periods. So within those five-day periods, things start changing. And so those three (laughs) micro-micro-seasons depicted... Uh, It says here a vivid image of nature and its various changes as we see a transition from summer to fall. And the first one is called the Cooling Wind Arrives, which tells us that the ubiquitous heat waves are finally beginning to recede. Making a refreshing breeze in the morning and evening. And I think specifically here, you know, in the south, we really do feel that the mornings start to get a little bit chillier. And so we may feel just a you know a slight drop in temperature during those morning times and those evening times, but during the day it's still hot as hell, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and so the second five-day little micro-micro season marks the drop in temperatures, especially during the dawn. And so I guess this is when you will see the moisture start condensing and it'll start being wet in the morning. So, um, I guess that uh, the you know it'll drop even further during that uh, second five day cycle, and so the very last one. Um, It says here that when a change in seasons are still imperceptible to the feeble human sensory, some animals that are more sensitive to those temperature fluctuations or yin energy in traditional Taoism beliefs will start to signal the impending arrival of fall. And among them, the cicada, which is known for its loud and unique chirp, will... begin to I guess you'll start hearing them chirp. And so those are the three markings of this time period is a little bit drop in temperatures at dawn in the evening times, wet grass. and then if you live in an area that gets cicadas, you'll start hearing cicadas chirping. And during this solar term, um, it says here that various festivals and gatherings are dominated by a frenzied harvest of this year's crop. And there's a few traditions that still sneak into the farm work, such as worshiping the god of soil and the ground to show gratitude for the upcoming harvest. And likewise, it is a time when that first harvest does occur. And this is, again, also recognized in the pagan traditions of Lamas or Lunasa, where they do celebrate the harvesting of the first grains. And usually that is celebrated by making some kind of bread, or you can make like a loaf man. And I think that's where llamas or loaf man sometimes comes in because sometimes it's a tradition to make a little man um that is uh you know bread-shaped man (laughs) and so uh, that that is something that um uh, the pagan traditions do observe too which i think is really interesting when we look across cultures we really have more in common than we have ever thought about and so um, again it's just a time especially in the chinese culture apparently it says um that they do spend a little bit more time outside it's hard to believe that all of that occurs just within a 15 day period of time right and so the second solar cycle the second 15 day period of time uh, that governs the month the second micro season um, is again is called the end of heat and so uh, one thing i think is interesting like if you go to the beijinger and you look at these um, articles it does say like it talks about when the big dipper points southwest in the sky and the solar latitude reaches 150 it's the 14th solar term and so again earlier i kind of talked about the energy in terms of like time and space and we have to remember that these are all agricultural um, terms and that they do come from solar positioning so it can kind of be marked by that and so really everything within chinese metaphysics can be attributed to planetary alignment in some kind of way so I just thought that was interesting but i um, here so uh, the into heat or uh, heat ends um, it's kind of marked also by the same sort of like three five day periods you know but basically what what happens during this time is like the slowing of crop growth and so for those summer crops that we've been growing all year you know our flowers kind of start to die off and fade off certain flowers our grass doesn't need cutting as much you know if you have a lawn and it really is you know starting to wind down the end and a signal to the beginning of harvesting everything. And so really, we really start to see everything kind of die off at the end of August. And it does mark the beginning of what is called the ghost month or the hungry ghost festival time, um, which I'm going to cover. It's probably my favorite time of year. I love spooky stuff. And so I'm going to cover that uh, in the next couple episodes, I think. But Again, basically, um, the Yin energy starts to rise and things start to die off is basically what's happening during this time. And again, we do see a little bit of drop in temperatures, although it's, it's hot. I mean, it's still going to be hot during the day, but it really is those evening temperatures that are going to start dropping and we'll notice it during that time. So this is a time of year that even though it's still warm outside, we're gonna start thinking about the winter time. And uh, what I thought was interesting here, when we're looking at that first solar cycle of um, the beginning of autumn, that it kind of talks about the fact that people would kind of lose weight throughout the summer due to the heat uh, loss of appetite and probably just poor nutrition. Right. And so during the ancient times, it was kind of tradition for people to start putting weight back on for the cooler weather. Um, And it does say here that they would fill up throughout the autumn, like a bear gearing up for hibernation, because back then it really did mean that if you could put on some weight you know before the winter begins and before the summer you know during these winter months when the summer you know all that stuff that you're going to be able to be more insulated for winter and you'll be able to kind of lose that throughout the summer months Um, never works for me I kind of stay the same weight so I guess I'm ready for autumn (laughs) but what we want to eat during these times again still cooling foods which is like the watermelon um and then to put on weight, it says here that it's tradition to eat more meats during this time and kind of more, um, more lean meats and more fats that have sort of a balance to them. So, um, it's just a time when you can start eating some of those uh, high protein type meals. And it does say here it's crucial to stay hydrated, especially while the heat has yet to dissipate completely. And classic herbal tea is an effective beverage to escort you through the remaining sauna like days. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, again, if you go check out the website and go reference the blog that is linked below. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message me. I'll catch you guys next week. For free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com. Sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends.